1: Well, Steve, I said last week that week one is a liar. I didn't say anything about week two. Turns out the Buccaneers, they're a legit 2-0 team, albeit against maybe not the best Bears team I've seen. In fact, they didn't even look like the Bears because they looked more like the Cincinnati Bengals with all their orange, including hey, Orange helmets. nah, nah, nah. Yeah, they played like them too, by the way. Both yes. those teams were over yes, too. <laughs> yeah. Joe Burrow, oof, he's hurt again. But listen, I mean, what do we know about the Bucks after two weeks, okay? Here's what we can say. They don't beat themselves. This team has had no turnovers on offense in two weeks. Came close. They had a fumble today, David Wells, that Baker Mayfield ceremoniously pounced on. Um, so, aside from that one little bobble, they take care of the football. They get turnovers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've had five in two weeks, man. And today... As a bonus, they scored their first defensive touchdown. Shaq Barrett, one-hands-one out there uh, down near the goal line. It's a three-point game uh, at one point. And they have to punt the ball away. And a field goal ties it, and a touchdown, I think, would have won it. And then all of a sudden, they try to throw a middle screen. Shaq Barrett wisely drops into coverage, one-hands-one, and gets pushed into the end zone with a a sea of uh, Buccaneers behind him and it's it's game over. But this was, you know, in many ways too close. But but much better day by Dave Canales, much better day running the football. Um they found Mike Evans early and often who had just an unbelievable game. And what you come away thinking is you're going to have to beat the Bucks. They're not going to beat themselves. Like they They can do enough running the ball. Another game with 30-something rushing attempts, even though it wasn't a great average, but White ran better. I don't know. I I guess I could say I'm surprised, but I didn't really know what to expect. I figured there was enough good players on this team that if the quarterback played well and they played well around the quarterback, he could do some stuff. Baker Mayfield's doing some stuff. He's not bad, man.
0: When you go 26 of 34 for 317 – Yeah. In a tutty. In a tutty. Mike Evans, the monster day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Six for 170, 170 71, I think
1: it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He got off. Of course, 70 of it came on one play, which was kind of funny in its own way because Mike breaks contain and he's running to the end zone and he's just out in front of everybody. But he gets gets about 65 yards downfield and says, okay, I'm not going to score and just steps (laughs) out of bounds at about the three. I loved the discretion the better part of Valor. Um and also it's a contract year so you know that that's probably a smart thing to do. Um no, you know it, I didn't obviously I didn't know what to expect week 1 and I, th- and I came away thinking Minnesota beat themselves. This week I came away thinking Chicago's really not very good. Um but the Bucks beat the Bears. Like they they mm-hmm. they got after them in every way you can get after a team. So I, I know they got, we're going to find out who they are on Monday night when Philadelphia comes, and that that may not be pretty. But to be honest, this is about what you would hope for. And and John Romano wrote a column about this saying, I don't know what the rest of the league was thinking, but don't look now, but this is kind of an entertaining – it's an entertaining brand of football. It's an entertaining team right now.
0: Well, and and we've talked about this for years too. and. They've had a good defense for several years, but they didn't create turnovers. That's correct. And this year, they're creating turnovers, and how much that helps your offense. Oh. Getting the ball huge. back, field position, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, the, you know, they're also in, you know, we, you kind of worried about it going in the season was the pass rush. Yes. They had a lot of outside linebackers.
1: Yeah, guys but, coming but off you injury like Shaq. You,
0: you weren't sure how great they were. Like, you had a lot of good ones.
1: Yeah.
0: You weren't sure. What was it six sacks today?
1: Six. It could have been more. Mm-hmm. And Joe Trianchoenka, who they challenged at the beginning yep. of the year, if you call they called him out and said he needs to step it up. Well, he did. He had two sacks, so he's half almost halfway to home mm-hmm. each of the last two years when he had four and a half. Um yeah, they, they they got after Justin Fields and they did a nice job. And Fields was frustrated after the game. I heard him talking about this. He goes, Look, you know they didn't let me out of the pocket. They they obviously had a plan and their plan was, you know, to kind of sit there and, and react to me if I broke contain or whatever. But they pretty much dared him, you know, to do some stuff and then and then when they would get him in down distances that they were comfortable with, they came after him. But really frustrated uh fields, you know, and, and early in the game, I mean remember DJ Moore only had two receptions all of last week. Well he got off two receptions i think in the first possession um and you know that that game's a seven to three game uh, for a while until the bucks started getting rolling again but yeah i mean i'm i'm starting to think to me and, and it's not an accident this is reminiscent of what seattle did a year ago seattle Now, they finished 9 and and 7, I guess it was, or 9 and 8. And And they made the playoffs. They got beaten a wild card handily. But it's reminiscent of that in that you still got some pretty good players that are veterans. You got a lot of young guys. And it's kind of on the quarterback. It's kind of on Baker Mayfield, who I think he looks very poised. Um, He's very competitive. He's very patient. He hasn't forced anything. He shook off a few would-be tacklers because he says he's a little portly or whatever. But I I think this is as good as the Bucks probably should have hoped for with Baker. And, you know, he had a big day throwing the football over 300 yards, as you mentioned. It, it just feels like kind of what Canales said the other day. kind of feels like a winning team. Kind of feels like a team that sort of knows what to do and how to win and how they're going to win to me. I mean they will, but well, they got that works.
0: what, Moxie? Isn't that what what, what was that got the, Moxie. Is that the term that was used in yeah. the preseason?
1: Oxy moxie, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's what Baker made. It's what the bake let let Baker bake. And it, and believe me, it was baking out there today. It's about one hundred and five degrees on that field. I don't know how those guys do it, honest to God. It's so it was so hot today. How hot was it? Um <laughs> really hot. You know, like I don't even know why you'd want to play football on this stuff. Seriously. If I had to put on some shoulder pads or a helmet or something like that, are you kidding me? There's no way, man. But, you know, they they, they got through it. And, and hey, kudos to some of the guys that had to fill in. Zion McCallum, mm-hmm. he did a nice job. Got his hand on a football. Thought he played pretty well. You know, it, it, Chris Christopher Isian got another interception. Which is two and two games. Yeah, how about He's that. Kind of a ball hawk. That's a nice. That's a nice uh, out of nowhere. Rutgers. Uh, here you go, starting safety uh, slash nickel guy. Yeah, that's been good. Offensive line was better. I thought they were better. They didn't move people necessarily, but they get, did get White going, and White was better for sure.
0: Yeah, he averaged over four yards a carry, which yeah, is much four, better seven. than he did the yeah.
1: first week. You take that for the year, absolutely. So. I don't know. I it's it's an entertaining brand of ball. Um I think they're going to play a lot of close games. I don't think they're going to run away from people unless they get a bunch of turnovers which they have the last few weeks. But, it, you know, it it looks okay. Like it, it looks okay. There's not that many not everybody's 2 and 0. There's a lot of good teams like you like you mentioned with the Bengals that are 0 and 2. And you don't want to ever be in that hole because then they trot out all the stats that say you're never going to make the playoffs.
0: Well, think about this. If the Saints win tonight, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and New Orleans will all be 2-0 and in the worst division in football.
1: And that's what everybody said, and everybody is wrong. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? How they all just, you know, poo-pooed the, the NFC South, and it turns out the team yeah. that isn't very good is Carolina.
0: And and they've and they will have lost to two division opponents because they lost to Atlanta and then it would be New Orleans tonight, which
1: is a double whammy. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I mean, and you know that that it's not not like they got beat by other teams. They got beat by a division. Someone's got to win a division game.
1: And I'm not I'm not buying Atlanta yet. I haven't seen them play. Like the reason I'm not buying them is because we know Arthur Smith's going to run the ball, and he's he's running the crap out of it right now with the rookie Robinson. But I want to see if 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 Atlanta gets in a situation where Desmond Ritter has to beat beat you or bring him back. I want to see if he's capable of it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know that he is. Um, to me, it's still New Orleans and Tampa. And I'll tell you what, they were, I don't know, fifty percent better in Week Two than they were in Week One. And you start making these leaps and these improvements, all of a sudden, um, you've got something. So it was a, it was it wasn't a clean game was not the best game i've seen but they're not beating themselves and i thought the offensive line although they had some mistakes you know f- false starts that they need to cut that out you know Cody Malkad one i think early in the game so you can't do that you can't start games that way but i'm the other part about this team is is they're likable in the sense that you've got this group of veterans that have won super bowls and then, then you got these really young guys that are counted on to have port and roles, and then you got guys like Baker that's in here, you know, sort of trying to rebuild his career. It's just everybody has a why, and they're all, they're all, they all seem to be motivated. They all seem to be, you know, into it, and 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 you know, look at themselves as a good team as opposed to one that doesn't really know what the hell they're doing. So
0: we always talk about those chips on the shoulder. And how right. Athletes right. use that, and and Tristan Wirfs talked about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was great. Fine. It, people don't think we're going to win. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we know we're a good team. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but you know, right. we'll use that as motivation. Essentially, is what he was saying. Is you know we're, we're out here to show everybody they're wrong.
1: Baker Mayfield was asked about Peter King's prediction of them being 31st in power rankings. <laughs> he just said, "Well." If you knew what Peter thought of me, you wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> it's just like, but no, he's a good guy. Yeah, okay. So there's a lot of, uh, in Baker's mind, there's a lot of Baker hate. You know what was neat? There's a couple things that was neat today. We we mentioned one, Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans already is a quarter of a way towards his 10th 1,000-yard season. I mean, he put up 170-something. So he's over 250 yards, and last time I checked, that's – quarter of the way home after just two games. And the other part of it was there's a story within a story, and I wrote it in the Tampa Bay Times. So, you know, Chicago's trying to get out of their own end after a really good punt. By the way, Bucks punter is outstanding. Camarda. have like a, Camarda? Chick Camarta had like mm-hmm. a 70-something-yard punt. When they needed him to pin it inside the five, inside the five he did, um... He's really, really good. So, you know, they, they still have a chance, Chicago does, and they're going to have to drive the ball and all that stuff, and they're just kind of being conservative in their own end. And they try a middle screen. And You know, the story of Shaq Barrett is one that is, like, going to be a movie one day. It, it's just him coming back from that Achilles, which is a terrible injury, just asked Aaron Rodgers, but especially for someone who pushes off, and someone that had the kind of passion and and you know production that he has had, especially since he's gotten to Tampa, and you just didn't know with him. Like I, I wasn't, I you know, I did, I looked at the first game, and I, he didn't have any real you know big splash plays. I'm like, all right, you know, not they can't do it every week. Um, and then he does, and he and he has a sack, and then that interception for a touchdown, and and right afterwards, the camera's in his face. And, of course, you know, he's thinking and and and, and sort of talking uh, to his little girl who died, you know, drowning in, in the spring. It's very touching. And then the hug he gets from Jason, I thought Jason was going to lose it. Just following that from beginning to end um, has been impressive, you know. And he said that a week ago at U.S. Bank Stadium, he just broke down before the game. He says he was uncontrollable. He didn't know why. He called his wife, and they they talked about some things, and he worked some things out. But much big, much difference for him, obviously, from week one to week two with all the plays he made. He's he looks like Shaq Barrett. And if, if Shaq Barrett is back, and oh, by the way, Joe Tryon, and who was challenged this year by Jason Light, no less, to step it up, he had two sacks, and that's roughly half of the four and a half he's had each of the last two years. So, there's some signs on this defense, Steve. I think it's a I think it's above average defense.
0: It really is. And and it shouldn't be surprising. I mean, what we've said all along is uh, when you've got guys like Vita Vea mm-hmm. and you've got Levante David and you've got uh Devin White and a Shaq Barrett's healthy and Antoine Winfield moving back to safety and Carlton yeah. Davis like their defense, they have they have the dudes. dudes they have they guys. got
1: dudes, yeah. Yeah.
0: We don't think they're very deep. Right. right? And, you know, last year and what the last couple of years, the secondaries had injuries galore, mm-hmm. which has really hurt them the last few seasons. Right. Is, you know, uh, Carlton Davis couldn't seem to stay healthy and Antoine Winfield was missing time last year and Jamel Dean as well. And, you know, I think the depth is an issue on the defense, but they're starting guys. They're they're core guys like mm-hmm. that's one of the better defenses in the NFL. No question about it. And and this year they're getting turnovers.
1: Yes, they are in bunches, and mm-hmm. they've they've gotten two in two weeks by this Isian kid who just is is you know kind of built like Winfield a little bit. Um, but there's room for more. Like there's more meat on the bone, I think, for this defense. And 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 you know they play a complimentary style. Look, they ran it another thirty something times. It it not not very successful on the whole, but by gosh, if they have a chance, they're gonna they're gonna run the football, and you know. They need to run it well. They need Rashad White to run better. They need, you know, they need to be able to do that. But they're getting the I'm still,
0: I'm still not sold in crunch time that they'll be able to effectively run the ball when they need to.
1: Drive the ball, have to. Right. Kill the clock. clock. That's yeah, right. I'm not, yeah.
0: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying they can't. Right. And, and I think Show it's a me. work in progress this year. I think you're mm. going to see, I, I think the offensive line played better today than they did in week one. Agreed. I think you know you hope that going into week three they'll play better now the level of competition steps up big time for week three so i think that'll be a really good test for this team right Uh, but you know i think the running game is going to be a work in progress i think rashad white showed some flashes today yep um you know not certain he's an rb1 yet yeah i think he's I think he's got he's capable of it and, and we'll see. But I, I think it's gonna be I think the running game's gonna be a work in progress, but it's good to see they're not abandoning it. Like Right. You know, we know Tom no. Brady, once it wasn't working, it was like I'm just dropping back and throwing every time. Yeah. If someone's not open in two seconds, I'm throwing it away anyway. So
1: And um, they're 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 killing other teams with time of possession, and that's one of those hidden stats to where, you know, if 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 you have half the number of plays, it's very hard to score the same number of points you know and the ball control it's a little old school but what they're doing i think you know seems to be helping because it's keeping their defense fresher and then they go out and and sort of you know get it done i i, I like this this is a likable team like this team mm-hmm. has a nice mixture of veterans very few guys that have played a lot behind the starters um But, again, you see guys like Zion step up. It was an impressive win. I I know the Bears had a terrible week one and maybe a worse week two. Um, But that's who's on your schedule. Now, week three, (laughs) next Monday night football. How about that? Against the New Orleans Saints, which – I'm sorry, not the Saints. That's the week after. Yeah, it's the week after. Right, what am I thinking? No, next week – Monday night is against Philadelphia Eagles, and they are the defending NFC champs, and they're just better. They're better. They're a step up in class. Uh, it is one of those franchises that has always sort of been a thorn in their side until, of course, the Bucks got the ultimate revenge and beat them at the at Veterans Stadium for the to go to the NFC Championship in the NFC Championship game to go to the Super Bowl. And the rest, as they say, is history. But there'll be a ton of Philly fan there. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild and and they and they are they're the best team that the Bucks will have played I think in my opinion. So, yeah, kind of a little bit of a long week in the beginning, some days off. Bucks kind of take Tuesday, Wednesday, go back on Thursday and have their normal schedule. But it it now is is like the battle of unbeaten in the NFC. I mean, it's kind of cool like they're relevant. Not as relevant as if they had a guy named Brady on their team, but they're relevant. And Good, you know, good for them. They they look like a team that, is, that has won before, which they have, and they sort of know what they're doing, and they're very confident, and you impart that on some of the younger players, man, you got something. So, Todd Bowles, you're, what, one quarter of the way to last year's win total.
0: Well, and, and one of the knocks on Bowles has been how conservative he is as a coach. Mm-hmm. Look at what he's done this year. Right. How many times has he gone for it on fourth down? A bunch,
1: fifty-seven yard field goal attempt. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: yeah, I yeah. Mean, he's kudos he's to going him. for kudos it. Kudos to him and 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 Dave Canales in that. I mean, they're they're on offense being aggressive.
1: Hmm. Agreed.
0: And and as this as as the team gels and the offensive line gets better and as Baker Mayfield if he continues to perform like this, they're just going to continue to be more aggressive.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so and and you know I don't know again I don't think Chicago is very good and then the guys a few guys they have that are key got hurt like you know Eddie Jackson and some others I think all that plays into it right but you don't throw you don't throw the the wins away I mean you just mm-hmm. you, you you keep them and you move on and in and these next really not just this week but the week after that will be a test with the Saints and I never thought that they'd have a shot even a shot at, at maybe, you know, jumping out to a three and one or, you know, everything falls right, four and 0 start. But it's damn impressive. And you can see them get better from week one to week two. Baker, much better start in the first half, a lot more cover two beaters. Canales was seeing the zone coverage. He was running guys down the field. Um, Baker was doing a nice job of hitting people and getting yards after the catch. So it all just, you know, it all just kind of worked for two weeks anyway. And then we'll see what they're going to do on Monday night. What didn't work very well is games three and four for the Tampa Bay Rays against the Baltimore Orioles. My goodness, what's going on up there? We'll talk about that here in just a minute as well as some college football. But first, uh, you guys already know it's hurricane season, right? Well, it is. And there's still time to keep the power on without breaking the bank. That's getting solar battery backup power from May Electric Solar. Now, with solar battery backup power, there is no fuel cost. There's no generator uh, noise, and no annual maintenance fee. Plus, May Electric Solar offers a 15-year warranty. Solar battery backup can also save you hundreds of dollars each month. And if you lose power, that generator could cost you $2,000 a week just to keep your house running. New solar backup systems qualify for a 30% tax credit as well, or you can add a battery to your existing M-phase solar system. So trust the pros in solar. To learn more about it, call May Electric Solar at... 727-819-2862, or you can visit MayElectricSolar.com. So I watched the first two, games one and two of this series with the Baltimore Orioles that the Rays were playing, and after the first one and the second one, I said, man, I can't believe they're doing this. They're going to do this. I wish I was in in Baltimore just because it was a playoff atmosphere. I mean, it feels like October everywhere, uh, you know, in that stadium. And the and the games were so big, and it just seemed, wow, you're two zero. Oh, you're gonna at least get three out of four. You get three out of four, you're in pretty good shape. Um, and then, what what had happened? I mean, <laughs> Tyler Glasnow got lit up. Um, Pete Fairbanks tried to double up and pitch two innings and got beat. Like, I don't know, man. These were, I think the game.
0: These, I mean, Saturday glassnell just didn't pitch diamond. very well, and and they got yeah. down early. And okay, that yeah. happens. Right. You know, you didn't expect to sweep the series. Like you no, went in, if you took three, three of four, of four nice. yeah. you were gonna leave the series tied, although you're technically have a essentially game a hand. game behind yeah. because you have to pass them because mm-hmm. you didn't win the season series. But you wanted to leave the series tied. Right. So Sunday so Saturday, okay, you lost that. You won the first two, you lose Saturday. Sunday, yep. you take a three one lead in the eighth inning. Right. And with your bullpen, you expect to hold that. Right. And they brought Pete Fairbanks in in the eighth inning for the first time all season. He hadn't come in before the ninth all year.
1: And I think it affected him.
0: Uh, yeah, whether it's that or just, you know, Adley Rushman's a good player. Well, he is. And, I mean, <laughs> you know, Baltimore's
1: a good team. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, they had a rookie come up and pop a home run to tie it. Didn't they ever put him I mean, in yeah, the Yeah, Tristan
0: lead? Gray. How about that? Yeah, yeah.
1: His first start. Crazy. I mean, welcome to the big leagues, kid. Mm-hmm. Help us win. You
0: know? But yeah, the Sunday game is frustrating because you went from three-one going to the bottom of the eighth with the chance yeah. to leave that series tied with eleven games to go, right? And instead, you end up losing in eleven innings, mm. and now you're two games back, which is essentially three games back because you have to finish yeah. a game ahead of Baltimore.
1: They're going to need a lot of help, and I don't even know what the how the schedule's set up.
0: Well, they they have three off days. In the next... Uh, the Rays do. No, do. The think... Orioles only have one left in the rest of the season. Right. So you, so the Rays have the Angels and the Blue Jays at home this week. Mm-hmm. And then they're at Boston and Toronto to wrap it up. Mm.
1: Those are pretty tight.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Boston's out of it. Toronto's fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah. Um, but the, the hardest part is your three losses, your three games back in the loss column. To Baltimore. Because they, they've they played two less games. Right. You know, it's, it's the Rays almost have to You we've got 11 left. You probably have to win eight or nine to have a shot. Yeah, it
1: it it would have worked. If they had won three out of four, you, you put yourself in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but going in there and splitting, it's just so frustrating for
0: them after winning the first two. Yeah. Now, the, so, the Orioles are at Houston starting tonight. Well,
1: no, that's a tough series for it them. It
0: is. And then they're at Cleveland, who's – Essentially done. Yeah. They get Washington at home it was a really bad team. And then Boston yeah. at home to end the season. And Boston's out of it by then. So yeah, really there's, this there's Houston not... series the only tough team they have left. That's kind of it, yeah. You know. But yeah, the Rays but... did clinch a playoff spot on Sunday. Well. Due to the Ra- the Rangers loss, put the Orioles and the Rays in before that game even ended.
1: Is that four in a row? Five in five. A row? Five in a row five. for the Rays wow. as
0: far as playoffs. That's
1: impressive. Mm-hmm.
0: So they're they're in the party.
1: Yeah, we just don't know if they're dancing.
0: Well, uh, it's they're probably gonna have to play the first round at this point. Which yeah, means a best of like three series.
1: Dangerous. And you you mess up your mm-hmm. pitching because they only have three starters. Yeah.
0: And at this point you'd be facing Toronto. Right. In that Ugh. best of three. It all be at the Trop, and you have what? to win two of three. Well. Wow. Yeah, it's all it's all in the same city. That's so the, the, the good
1: news, yeah. Yeah.
0: All three games are played in Tampa Bay.
1: Huh.
0: Texas and Seattle are still battling. They're they're within. I mean, they're all within a game and a half of each other for the final two wild card spots. Yeah, and they could all catch Houston. Houston could still be in the wild card. Do you? It could end up with Houston.
1: I don't know how I feel about any of that. I guess it doesn't matter because ultimately, you have to play the best anyway. But. Yeah, it just it just feels like they lost something because of the first two games and then not to be able to win another one was disappointing I think for them for everybody. We're at, we're we're down to the la- I mean what are we the last two weeks. Uh, 10
0: days, 2 weeks? Yeah. Yeah, I mean 2 weeks from Sunday, the day we're wow. recording this, you're hearing it on Monday, but Yeah. That's the final day of the season and the playoffs start Tuesday, Goodness. October 3rd.
1: Goodness gracious. Well, we'll know what the Rays are pretty soon. And it's not to say they can't come out of the wild card, but you certainly would have liked to have that first round to set up your pitching and get mm-hmm. some rest and all that stuff. i got to believe that's going to help somebody. But they've had a hell of a well, year. Kevin Cash, just 90-win seasons like it's no big deal every year.
0: Yeah, they're, what, 92-59 and 59 right now? That's incredible, Still could man. get to 100 wins.
1: That'd be wild. And they go 8-3, yeah,
0: and, and you kind of have to. Go 8-3, and three, I think, to have a shot at winning the division. That would be wild. That would put you at 162.
1: That's right. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do if they make it in, into the wild card versus, you know, I just – they're going to need their big players to play big, and that that certainly didn't happen Sunday. I I don't know. I, I like – again, there's a lot to like about the team. They've been resilient. They put – you know, re calibrated, put their pitching staff together. Um, are they going to finish the job? I just don't know if they're going to finish the job this year.
0: Now tell but me how he, hot Randy Rosarina is in two weeks. Oh, my gosh. I know, right? They are going. They may need to follow his bat again. I mean, I mean you're expecting Yandy ta- to be Yandy. Right. You need Randy's bat to be very toasty. And you yeah, need this, you need a couple more bats to join him.
1: Right. And this is where they Wander Franco being gone kills him. I mean, it just... You know, it's hard. Playoffs are hard. And, you know, I think Randy Stiles is a flair for the moment. But that may or may not be enough with the pitching they got. Mm -hmm. So, I'll say that if they don't make it, I think they can run three pretty good starters out there. But on the whole, uh, the bullpen had been good until Mm -hmm. just yesterday. They've got a chance against every team, don't you think? No, absolutely. Even, as, they even as they're constructed now, right?
0: They do. The hardest part is 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 you if you win the best of three, yeah. whether you win it in two or three. Yeah. Your next opponent's Baltimore. Ugh. Because you're the top wild card, so you're the fourth seed, so you get the one seed.
1: I'm sure they're thrilled about that too. <laughs> well, probably
0: not, but <laughs> yeah. They're like,
1: Oh, then you get the raise. Uh, we just beat them.
0: It's kind of like the hockey playoffs. Also, and the best two teams are going to be playing in the second round, which happens know. in hockey. Currently, that's, the way your, that's
1: your Stanley Cup right there. Yeah, right? the way
0: the playoffs are set up. So, Yeah, that's crazy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: Who'd you just like?
0: Well, how about the Florida Gators in a—I don't know if it was a must-win, but the biggest uh, game of Billy Napier's career, according to Matt Baker,
1: a Willie Taggart-like situation for Billy Napier. He said, "Well, he definitely
0: came out different." Sure, Florida looked good, and and, look—they have a good defense, and they played well against Utah. And I said that a lot of people poo-pooed and said they were awful against Utah.
1: Well, no one really saw the game for well, starters. Well,
0: yeah, there was that problem. But, I mean, they made a lot of mistakes, like right. false starts and two number threes on a punt. Operation and stuff, them, yeah. That stuff. But, I mean, outside of what? They gave up a bomb, a 70-yard bomb on the first play. Right. That went for a touchdown. And then you pretty much shut them down until you, on the punt, gave them a first down because you had two number threes on the field They went down and scored there. But for the most part, Florida's defense shut down a very good Utah team. They did, yeah. And everyone poo pooed them as it was an awful performance because a lot of those, you know, the mis- the false starts and the you know all those those yeah, mistakes uh, that are, you can clean inflicted. up. I mean, yeah. self inflicted and and looks bad, but yeah. you can clean those up. Mm-hmm. And now they went and in, in in pretty much manhandled Tennessee. Like, you know, sometimes you have to you have to look past the score.
1: Just go out and hammer somebody. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, mean, you know, is that Florida wasn't as bad as everyone said after the Utah game, and and I'm not sure exactly how good they are, but they sure looked good Saturday night. Yeah, well,
1: their quarterback settled down. It all Mm -hmm. starts with him. I think Graham Mertz played his best game. He's going to get better and better, and that's at every level. That's what you need, man. That's just what
0: you need. Mm -hmm. And then how about South Florida's defense?
1: impressive really impressive that game was 3-3 till you know late in the fourth quarter and
0: late in the third yeah
1: third quarter rather yep.
0: and, and, and it was 10-3 till late in the fourth
1: i just wish that they had a guy that could throw a pass legit drop back mm-hmm. or roll out but throw something accurate
0: man um it's a shame that the defense played as well as they did right and, and and South Florida even ran the ball pretty well against Alabama.
1: They did. Yeah.
0: They just couldn't get any chunk plays basically in the passing game for the most right. part to to get points on the board. And maybe they went for it a few too many times on fourth down.
1: Yeah, but you can't blame Golish for that. I mean I, I, I don't I get, blame
0: I don't blame him, but you know, looking back maybe you maybe you could have you get a couple, it there I mean, you know, it was 10-3 till late in the fourth quarter. If you could have got a couple field goals, 10-9's a little different than I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I I didn't have a f- a problem with with him going forward on fourth downs, but when your offense wasn't moving the ball, moving yeah. the ball, maybe I, I you know who knows. I mean, you don't know if if you kick a field goal there, what changes?
1: Yeah, all I know is Alabama got out of there with
0: their lives. <laughs> well, and they <laughs> felt what they're well, what twelfth in the AP poll now, they're, or eleventh for the first
1: like time. They're out of the top ten in like a gazillion years. It's incredible. You know. And and that was that was kind of burned too. But yeah, good job by USF. I mean, I I think they could use a little more in a passing game or some passing game. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised because you know there's so many eleven on elevens, all these quarterbacks play, but also what happens too, and I, I, I don't know if this is the case with USF, but sometimes high schools turn and go, Who's my best player? Hey, it's you. You can run fast. Well, we're gonna put you under center, and now you can play quarterback too.
0: Um, I don't know. What I what I'm gonna be curious with the South Florida is okay. So next week they start conference play. to get Rice at home.
1: Yes, they, Rice could be tough though.
0: Well, they can be, but you know who the Rice quarterback is? Uh, I don't offhand it's JT
1: Daniels used to go to was was it the Georgia quarterback he that, was at USC
0: that, before that correct yes like yeah exactly
1: he's, he's in the transfer portal and that portal is spinning quickly but um decent quarterback and then, you know now and, and Alex has to keep it going I mean you know they've been up and down a little bit yeah.
0: but, but I think uh, to me it's going to be how they play against Rice like can they match that intensity, particularly defensively? But you know, can they carry that moment? I mean, after the game, Alex Golds was asked about the valiant effort, and he said, "Valiant efforts for losers." You know,
1: can I, he said a couple things that kind of mm-hmm. needled me a little bit. I mean, the first one was, "You can write whatever story you want to write." Yeah, okay, we will. I this is a personal pet peeve of mine. It's like it's cliche, and you hear coaches say it all the time: mm-hmm. "Write whatever you want to write." well, okay, I'm going to write what I saw. You didn't score any touchdowns. But aside from that, um, yeah, the whole moral victory clause, like, hey, we're not into moral victories, or hey, you know, uh, we got to learn to win games, and we had a chance to win. Easy, man. I, I, and I'm not saying that you go in there and, you know, clap it up because you lost Alabama, but it's Alabama. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, don't. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater here. I mean, this was a – if nothing else, and I know he praised his defense, but if nothing else, that defense played its
0: butt well, off. Well, no, he followed that up with that defense deserved yeah. a lot better today. That I mean, Now, he's
1: on the other side of the ball, so, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. he had to praise him. But, um, but that's a good place to start until your offense starts rolling, man. Mm-hmm. You know, hello, Tony Dungy, Baltimore Ravens. Like, there's a lot of examples in the NFL – but I was, you know, it was it wasn't a fluke. Like they were not getting moved out of there by that big offensive line. I mean, these are these are the blue chip teams of blue chip teams, mm-hmm. and I was impressed with how many times they got off the court. Now, Alabama is the weirdest thing to me. They played three quarterbacks now, none of them could play very well. It slays me that they don't. Alabama doesn't have a quarterback. Oh my gosh. How does Nick Saban after this lineage of guys he's sending to the NFL suddenly find himself without one? It was brutal. Like they weren't good at all. They held the ball. Mhm. They looked terrible. I, I I don't know where Nick would go from here unless he's yep. got somebody coming in
0: the portal or something. Well, it, it, yeah, I mean that's, you know, I'm sure he's probably got a top-notch recruit coming in next year I or imagine, yeah. or someone someone could transfer in, of course. But going back to South Florida's defense, like, they gave up 41 to Western Kentucky, 24 to Florida. and Like, they played their butts off against Alabama. Yeah. So, I want to see how they respond this Saturday. Can they bring that same effort? Same intensity, that yeah. That same intensity against Rice. And if so, they got a good shot to win that game.
1: Sure they do. Absolutely.
0: Like it, yeah, You it, can't it,
1: play down or up to the level of your opponent. You want to be great all the time.
0: And if you would have told me going into the Alabama game, it was the defense that shined. Although you know, look, I also think the offense struggled because Alabama's defense is really good.
1: They're really good up front. You can't move those guys. Like
0: you know, I don't. I mean, I don't think South Florida's offense played great, but I think a lot of that was you can credit Alabama too.
1: Yeah. Well, and you have to throw a little bit because you're Mm -hmm. just going to draw more and more guys in the box. You know, and the numbers don't work for you. I mean, it's a math problem. You don't have enough guys to block the guys that they got walking up. So. They needed some some or easy completions. Mm-hmm. I, I I put it on goalish for not having something easy, you know what I mean, like just to get some rhythm in the passing game. So yep. that's got to be what comes next, or or they're just not going not gonna to be much of a program.
0: And hey, we Florida can, State just squeaked by.
1: Yeah, that was supposed to be a blowout. They had a big lead, and we're very fortunate. They've dropped in the polls now as a result of it, but B.C. was all over them, all over them. And that was that was shocking as well.
0: You forget road games and for conference college kids games. are hard. Conference road games for college kids are hard, man.
1: Heck yeah,
0: I mean, heck I mean, yeah. Heck, Georgia struggled with South Carolina.
1: Yeah, they did. They were down at by home. That was at 14 home. Fourteen to three. Yeah, yeah
0: the half. Right. I mean, sometimes we forget these are eighteen to 21, 22 year twenty-two-year-old kids still learning.
1: I can't predict what my teenage girls are going to do every day, so I don't know how you would do it with guys at that level in, in college football. But it is – is—it is. that's why it's a great sport. You do see these upsets from time to time, and then we get to the postseason, and it's always the same five, four, five, six teams. Um, but that's okay. It's okay. So, yeah, college football was good. Um, NFL, of course, some weird things going on around the league. Your Bengals, others we talked about. But a big win win for Florida as well, as you mentioned,
0: because Napier needed that. And they're in the AP top 25 now, number 25. They're
1: 25, yeah. It's funny how that when you beat the number 11 team in the country, you must be pretty
0: good. And Tennessee's 23, so you beat them and still behind them.
1: They're still better than you, yeah, but I think they were like 11 (laughs) or 12 before you played them. Yeah, they were. Which wasn't too bad. They just can't – the Vols can't win at – the swamp they just can't there's something about it well, since oh
0: three or oh four something like it's that it's
1: an incredible record right because florida's not had great teams every year since mm-hmm. and tennessee's had some really good teams and somehow yet they still own the balls which is just really annoying for them i'm sure all right well we've got uh monday night football this weekend we'll talk to todd bowles of course as we always do uh after the game uh, this afternoon i guess around 12 30 he'll be available Find out the latest on injuries. Of course, get ready for the Monday night game against the Eagles. It's going to be a really good one. I don't know if it's going to be a good, one. I shouldn't say that. I know it's it's a marquee team, defending NFC champs, all that stuff. Similar quarterback in terms of hurts that who can hurt you with his with his legs. So the you know having played Justin Fields the week before will probably be fresh in their minds. It's probably bode well for them. Um, so that'll be good. So yeah. Lots going on this week, as always, man. We're in the NFL season. The two and O Tampa Bay Buccaneers, just how we grew it up. Win, win. Eagles could be in trouble, man. You never know. Any given Sunday and all that, and then they got to go to the Saints. Any so.
0: given Monday.
1: Any given Monday, Sunday. This, you know, this is the other thing. There's only two night games, and this is one of them. And it's Rondi Barber Day. Mm-hmm. He gets his Hall of Fame class mm-hmm. ring.
0: Now for those it's cool. it's an early Monday night game too. It starts at 7. It does, yeah. So this uh this week and next week there and are next two week. Monday night mm-hmm. football games.
1: Right. Which is really weird to me, but I guess it's it makes sense. It makes money, obviously, but
0: Yeah, and they stagger the start times instead of, you know, double-header as far as, you know, one game ends the next one starts. They stagger the start times by an hour plus.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not too late so it's, it's it's mm-hmm. you know nowadays of course a lot of people have you know multiple screens and things like that that they can watch at the same time but um yeah i I, I did not I did not see the bucks being two and oh. I saw them being maybe one in one I didn't see the bears being as bad as they are although they still were in it needing a field goal to tie um you know decent crowd mostly but way more Chicago fans than it probably should have been to be quite honest with you, and wait till you see Philly fan. <laughs> you think there was a lot of Chicago fans, man. Philly fan will be out, and they will be loud, and they will be in mass, in my opinion, but looking forward to it, looking forward to see what they'll do when they step up in weight class, you know, like, mm-hmm. these are two nice wins, but you're you're now playing the NFC, NFC champions, you know, and that's not to be taken lightly, so i um, excited about that. Okay. Well, we appreciate you listening. Of course, as always, we'll be back tomorrow for Steve Burstick. I'm Campaign Times. Have a great day, everybody.